Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome into another episode of Topic Thunder, episode 268. I am your host, maybe it's 288, I can't remember, but I am your host today, Matt Tierney at Matt Tierney NBA, and today i got with me from Oklahoma City, Jerry at Gerald Amir. Jerry, there are some tornadoes happening in your neck of the woods. How, how are things over there? Dude, it is western as hell over yeah. here to the south of us. Yep. Um, thankfully, the city missed it, but I'm from uh, southwestern Oklahoma in Lawton, where Alex is from originally. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where I lived most of my time in Oklahoma, at least. And uh, they got pretty beat up over there and then beat up today again. So, um, yeah, been been pretty crazy out here. Yeah, yeah. Something else that's been a little bit crazy is Kendrick Perkins. He's been in the news today. Uh, so another, hell of a segue. Hell of a segue. Hell of a segue today. We don't have much to talk about. I mean, this is, you know, in a way, the NBA offseason, even though it should have been the playoffs right now. Um, oh. But we have a couple things, at least one main thing I wanted to talk about today. But before we get into that, uh, we need to talk about this quote that Kendrick Perkins just uh, unleashed into the world today. Uh, via The Athletic, I don't think this was from the Down to Dunk uh interview he did because that would have probably come out already yep uh this was from some other podcast i would assume and uh or article and he basically uh, the quote is this quote if i was in oklahoma city we wouldn't have blown that 3-1 lead there's no way in hell we would have blown that i'm not saying because of me playing i'm saying just my locker room presence kendrick perkins referring to the 2016 thunder now twitter was all over this they were clowning him. They they didn't have very nice things to say. One of my favorite responses was, I don't know if you've seen this video of Perk when he was in the league, missing like two baby hook shots in a row right next to the rim. Yeah, he yeah. did it all the time. Yeah, it was very funny. It was just like in practice, he was trying to make a shot. He missed both of them. I'm like, just so right glad that him. he had the power to control KD's shots from going in and KD's willingness to put shots up. So, mm-hmm. um Perk, I'm so glad that you had that much control over him, he's, but I call bullshit. He, yeah, I guess, I guess if he has that power, I, I would totally agree with Perkins here. If he has the power to make shots go in on his own, and all credit to him. But yeah, it was, it was a wild quote. I get now to play a bit of devil's advocate here. I do get what he's saying in the terms of like locker room presence. Sure, Perkins sure. is a good locker room guy. I yeah. mean, I think everyone in the league says that. Um. 
and he was definitely like a big factor that i mean if you remember two i think that was the same year he was added in cleveland simply because of his locker room presence he was not getting any minutes on the floor well sure but at the same time like locker room presence against that warriors team didn't mean a damn thing because we had two of the most explosive players in the league at that time Mm -hmm. um had just pretty much waltzed our way through the playoffs up until that point and then it fell apart like i just i respect where perkins was at when he was with us right like i think he was a perfect fit for those teams that he was with but past that whenever some of those guys got a little bit older and surge got better and steve got better um i was okay with not paying that contract anymore even yeah with him being semi relevant in the locker room but i think you know once guys grow up they don't want to hear that BS anymore. Like mm. you can only take that for so long. And I learned that from the last dance. Yeah. The good segue, because that's <laughs> one of the things we were also going to talk about. Uh, before we get into that though, there was one other thing I just wanted to mention. Chris Paul <clears throat> did a zoom conference call with the media. Yep. Um, Pretty cool. That yeah. was actually, I wish we could have got in on that. I was, I yeah, know. I was, I was asking around today after I heard that news. I was like, did we hear about this? And it seems like, I'm not quite sure who got this information, but clearly we didn't. Uh, but Maybe next time, yeah, we got some information from Eric Horn, from Brady Trantham at the franchise, uh, friend of the pod, friend of the pod, other friend of the pod, uh, Andrew Schlecht, going to be talking about it in the near future. I think he's releasing it on his podcast on Friday, the whole yeah. interview. But some of the quotes that have come out have been really positive. It's basically just kind of what we already knew. Chris Paul, he's been really happy here. He's been He's been excited to play with these guys. Um, he said something along the lines that he can't wait for their Zoom calls every day or every few days whenever they do them. So yep. he's just, he's enjoying this young group of fellas. And it's, it's you know, uh, I was joking the other day because um, there was a new rumor that the Knicks were looking for a disgruntled star and they had five or to seven first round picks in the next five years. And I was like, oh, yes, Chris Paul, very disgruntled. Give us all of your picks, please. And obviously he's not. But yeah, the idea that we could, you know, get those picks sounds nice. Uh, but yeah, he's I definitely think... he's definitely not disgruntled. He's he's loving it here. Oh, yeah. No, he, he definitely is. But how cool would it be to just like run over a Corona ridden Steve Dolan and get all of his picks for a 35 year old Chris Paul? Steve Dolan? Isn't that his name, Stephen Dolan? What's his Stephen Dolan is the name of our friend of the podcast. Well, wait a second. James Dolan yeah. is the name. James Dolan, I'm <laughs> so sorry. Hey, uh, little uh, disclaimer here. Jerry is loaded up on some oh, yeah. Corbell. You got your champagne. You yeah, got your champagne and, thrift going. Yeah, I'm full of sloppy joes. <laughs> so I wasn't thinking correctly there. Stephen Dolan. Dolan. We're going to ride Stephen Dolan out of town. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it would be fun to get those those picks, um, especially because the Knicks aren't going to do anything with them. And, you know, Presti probably will do something good with them because it'll all be amazing given the Knicks history. Um, but, yeah, it was it was just a cool – I can't wait to hear the full thing if it isn't out already. Um, yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I know Andrew Schlecht will be posting it from his uh, athletic – 
um, podcast. Where he makes mucho money. He makes the top dollar bills. He's probably a billionaire, honestly. Yeah, Bill Gates style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of down to dunk, uh, we had a couple of the friends on, some new faces, and or not Andrew, uh, Alex, Deborah Buckets, and Luke. They're on our Family Feud, so if you didn't check that out, it is on our podcast now. It was a f- lot of fun. We, of course, had technical difficulties because we always do with that thing, <laughs> but it was still fun. They were a great group of guys, um, and yeah, we're going to be doing another one this week. Got a new guest, so we've got a lot of new faces coming up, so I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I found a new program, by the way, so we're not going to have as many technical difficulties, so I'm, I'm happy to report that. Um, Look at Tyranny putting that good R&D money to use. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still haven't gotten my <laughs> stimulus check, by the way. I'm kind of disappointed. I've been waiting for oh. that. Yeah, we got ours. I've been wasting them on gambling for head coverage, <laughs> so I'm stimulating the economy one game at a time. Hell yeah, that's good. <laughs> Speaking of, Swag.Golf, if you listen to this podcast, we would love to sponsor you because I would love to get free head covers because they are really expensive. Oh, if they have a Twitter, let's let's hit them up. Uh, yeah, I've been working on them. All right. It's not working too well. But if uh, any listeners out there want to jump on the bandwagon, let's go. We also would like sponsors from Velveeta Cheese, uh, White Claw, uh, and... Corbell. Corvell? Corbell, or the Corbell. champagne company, yes. Ah, yes, okay. I will add that to the list. We have a lot of... We have a lot of... Uh... Dr. Pepper. Yes. Dylan will like Dr. Pepper. Um, any whiskey brand for moles. for moles? Yeah. What would, what would Alex need if he needed a sponsor for something? He needs. Um, Let's think. Uh, uh, shotgun shells because he has all those daughters. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Winchester, get at gonna, us! I was gonna say, I was gonna say like a room. Like a room silencing, or like a uh, what is it? What is it called? Those pads. A studio. Yeah, the studios <laughs> with like soundproof walls. He needs one of those. Yeah, I'll just get the shotgun. Shells. You just went Good straight like to Alex. you went straight to ten there. I was crazy. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, uh, we need we have a lot of sponsors that we would like. So hit us up, yo, if you got it. But in the meantime, let's um. This is, the, this is probably going to be a thing we do every week until the series is over. Um, we got the first two episodes of oh. The Last Dance. I personally loved it. I thought it was awesome. Dude. I, I'm, too, I'm too young to like remember that time period. That's what I was about me, to ask you. Yeah, for me, this is, like, this is like even better than a lot of older people because I've just now kind of seeing all of this. And there's like a lot of new stuff that older people still don't see that are in yeah. this because they had that exclusive behind the scenes crew for that season but i remember being mad at the time for being named jerry and jerry, jerry Krause. Krause dude i hate the him. name of the gm like like for real i was mad about it because i think i was i was 10 going on 11 i think whenever that happened mm-hmm. and i'd already been like just a huge basketball fan all the way around mm-hmm. um because i remember what for the last year Jordan played, I got a black with a white pinstripe jersey. You Ooh, know, Jordan jersey for Christmas. Those yeah, sick. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just it, that just brought back so many freaking memories for me. Like, I don't remember a lot of any of his early days. You know, like mm-hmm. I remember 
I think the first memory I have of Jordan was the 94 finals against the Sonics. Mm-hmm. Um, when they played Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, Detlef Shrimp, uh, God. Um, I can't remember who else was on that team, but it was that was a fun series to watch, especially being somebody from the West Coast because mm-hmm. um, we got every single game back then. Yeah, we lived in the Bay Area, so um, I don't know. Like that was my first memory. My last memory of Jordan was him playing for the that time the Wizards. Yeah, whenever he had a huge, you know, ownership chunk of them. I don't think it was majority at the time, but it was pretty close. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ended up playing for him for a little bit, and I was what a senior in high school, I think. It would have been the 03, 04 season, I believe. Yeah, because that's five years after that that 98 season. So Yeah, I think that that's right then. So that's I remember good, him yeah. playing because I would stay up late just to watch him play mm-hmm. um, as a senior in high school. So, um, you know, I got him pretty much all through my adolescent, you know, my young younger days, my teenage years, and then my higher teenage years before I became an adult. So, mm-hmm. um still not as vivid as Kobe, you know, his time that, that I got to enjoy him too, but, um, sure as hell have a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of Jordan memories. Those jazz series, uh, I could just go on. It was yeah. just a good time. Yeah. I, I was, um, I would have been four, four to five years old when this happened. So I just had no, I had no memory of this at all. This whole, yeah last dance that my first memory was actually of jordan and the wizards um because i was in third grade then so i had like enough idea of like what sports were and like i mean i didn't have a team yet um just because yeah we weren't in no we were in oklahoma city at that point and there was no basketball team so i just kind of like I kind of rooted for the Celtics, but it was like, oh, I kind of just like watching players. And obviously Michael Jordan is like one of the best or the best in many cases. So the best, sir. I, I do. Language. I'm watching language. Dude, after watching that first two episodes, I'm like, yeah, he's the best. Like, there's no question. Just like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm hoping that with this documentary series that a lot of these young bucks realize like, yeah. without Jordan, like all the NBA is what we think of it as today is non-existent. Yeah. And like, I don't think anybody could fill that void. Yeah. And it's interesting. So like the whole thing with Scottie Pippen and his contract and like, that's, that's obviously a ridiculously low salary for him. That sure. seven years, 18 million, but they sure. mentioned it on the, the series. It was like, well, this was right before the, um, the huge, the huge boom. Yeah, but they don't really like specify like that's probably mostly because of Jordan. Like Jordan was a worldwide phenomenon, and so that brought a lot of audience members, both nationally and globally, into like getting sucked into the NBA. And so like that's I mean that we LeBron wouldn't be on a platform that he was today without Jordan. And then you also throw in like it's just it's so crazy how even though he didn't have the whole like social media, like LeBron does, he's still able to just be like this 
global phenomenon and have such a ridiculously high level of competition. And like, obviously every basketball player that's in the NBA has to have a good work ethic and a high level of competition to get there. But Jordan's is just like above and beyond anyone I've ever seen in my entire life. Like he lives and breathes to win whatever he's playing. I, my favorite thing about that, I think, cause you don't get to see that growing up, you know, you just get mm-hmm. to watch the games and the post game interviews and whatnot, but seeing him literally cuss out his teammates. Yeah. And it took me back to high school whenever, you know, I played on really good teams, you know, mm-hmm. going 27 and one, my junior year um, and losing only in the state semis, which sucks, but Hey, that's another story. Um <laughs> But that's what we used to do to each other, you know. That's yeah. what makes teams good is you hold each other accountable and you, you, in essence, you talk crap to each other. Mm. You know, you're just, you're like brothers to each other. Right. So I think that was probably one of my favorite things of this series is listening to him yelling at Tony. I think it was Koo Coach. Um, and then he yeah. was yelling at uh, <laughs> some, Ron Harper. Yeah, Ron um, Harper. It was just like some <laughs> random guy. And he was just like cussing him out. Like, no, Ron Harper, number nine, man. He was he was a beast back in the day. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I think it was, as much as I hate saying it, Steve Kerr, hearing him talk on there, um, you can tell that he was sort of, he comes from a different cloth anyway. You know, his path is just mm-hmm. different than all of ours between his father and, you know, right. Istanbul, all that crazy stuff um, up until, you know, the time that he got to play with the Bulls. But I think what shaped him as a coach um, has been that time with Michael Jordan oh, yeah. and letting great players be great. And if you look at how the Warriors were built, I guess it sort of just gave me a little bit more insight to it and made me be like, huh, you know, that's where it all comes from. You mm-hmm. know, that's where it stems from is those days with Jordan and all of them pretty much talking crap and holding each other accountable the whole time. Yeah. Those, you know? that behind the scenes camera footage is like stuff that no, but like those, those times when he was cussing out Ron Harper and those other guys, that's stuff like nobody's ever seen before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really cool just to like, to have that but also like you know I, I bet i mean the fact that phil jackson was their coach and he you can kind of see some of the similar styles of steve kerr yep and phil jackson and but the other thing like you already mentioned it, jerry Krause, like what a what a terrible person just to be like just to be like the guy phil jackson just won back-to-back championships and he walks in the room and he's like i don't care if you win 82 games we're going with a new direction. We're going with my guy next season. Like, yeah. No matter. Can you imagine if, like, if Sam Presti walked in and, like, this is like four years from now, and Billy Donovan has like a championship, maybe two championships at that point, hopefully, and he's just like, when he does, right? When he does, and he's just like, I don't care how many. I don't care if you win the whole thing, if you win every single game, if you sweep every team in the playoffs. We're going with a new direction. And then he just walks out. Like, can you imagine Sam Presti? Like, I'm, it just makes me so grateful to have a guy like that that's so much more reasonable yeah. than, like, at, I just don't even, and the fact that, the fact that he brought the new coach to the games with him and yeah. he was just, like, sitting in the stands behind Phil Jackson, just See, looming over him, that's and crazy. As much, but as much crap as I give, like, Jerry Krause, you have to look at ownership in that situation and be like, what the hell were you thinking? 
Like, why yeah, did you him. even let? Yeah, why? No, well, even the stuff that came out of his mouth with Pippin, yeah. with you know what I mean, and not handling that situation correctly, and God, the way he handled Phil, guy. and he pretty much told Jordan, like, "Yo, I'm gonna trade you too after it's all said and done," or you yeah. know what I mean, you can leave. Um, and Jordan even said too, like, "I won't play with anyone except Phil Jackson," and he's still like, "Yeah, Phil Jackson's gone. Sorry." Yeah, and that's what like. No, as an ownership group, and and actually, I think that's the sole owner. You're a freaking idiot. Yeah, you're an idiot. Because I I wholeheartedly believe if you keep that team together for another two to three years, that's a couple other yeah. ships. I don't care. I don't care what the Lakers have, Kobe and Shaq. Yeah. It doesn't matter because it's Michael Jordan. And then you still would have had Scottie Pippen. You'd have to pay Scottie Pippen, of course, so that like changes sure. your salary cap. Sure. But yeah, like that. I mean, who is Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman? Those three—that's all you really need. And you just build like a few role players around them, and you're fine. God, they were just ridiculous. Because Jordan was even hooping in '04. Whenever I was yeah. watching him in high school, he was still getting ISOs and just killing people. Yeah. Um, he wasn't as fast or anything, but still like he still had some gas in the tank there especially that 98 99 2000 you know through 04 yeah. years yeah. so i mean th- the reason why i blame the ownership is because they pretty much let a gm which is a temporary position in most cases dictate a huge chunk of their future because they didn't come back till what oh six oh seven oh eight yeah somewhere around there Right in that range. When did Derrick Rose win his MVPs? Uh, was it oh nine, nine and ten? I think because I think Derrick Rose played in Memphis in 08. I remember. I think it was 09. Okay, so nine and ten at least. You guys didn't make the playoffs, so that's a whole ten year stretch, and you could have got two more ships out of it. Yeah, and then probably still shipped Scotty off for a first round pick. You probably still could have got that out of him and Jordan just because it's the name yeah yeah exactly the reason you know yeah he so rose was in the 2008 draft so it would have been 2009 yeah um but yeah and and the thing that i was going to mention in in the like the first 10 first minute of episode one where the ownership is like uh yeah we had heard all of these things about jerry Krause and like how he was like had some controversies with the white Sox and like some other things and then they were just like, yeah, we we just wanted him anyway because, like, that's what he did. And, I mean, it's like, sure, he gave you a championship, so I can kind of – I can kind of – You had Jordan. Get it. I can kind of get monkey. it. I could, right now, Corbell infused. <laughs> get right? it. Right? Yeah. It take a Jordan team and win a finals. He kind of like, got I lucky, yeah, because he, he literally got the best player in the world ever. So, like, that's exactly. definitely a big factor of it, but – you know, like a big that's it, I'm going to say it's about 95% six, of it. They still got six championships out of it. So it's like, I mean, you could definitely do worse than that. Yeah. But I don't give Jerry Krause the credit there. I yeah. think you could have, like I said, I think you could have put anybody around Jordan and the, the way that he played in his ethic, just like Kobe, you know, mm-hmm. which we've had a little bit more insight to before this documentaries came out. Like he held people to a higher standard than what they even believed in themselves most mm. of the time. And that elevated everybody's game. So I just, I, I don't know. I just can't, 
I don't I don't give Jerry Krause any credit. I just can't. Oh yeah, I wouldn't either. I I, I just think he's terrible. And and everyone at the end of I think it was the second episode where Pippin was just com- like literally like, publicly making fun of him and people on Twitter were just like, "Oh, that's so mean." I was like, "No, I don't care." Yeah. Like like Screw make fun him. of him all the way. I, he's yeah. he's got such a punchable face anyway and he just like he looks like such a dork. I don't care. Like that guy's it's not such even a his terrible face, person. Though, but like you got a person that's going into the last year of last year of his contract. You couldn't even renegotiate with him when he's led your point your team yeah. in assist, rebounds, steals, and something else for like the last four or five years during your championship run. And you're not going to renegotiate with this guy. Piss off. Yeah. You deserve that. And I, my favorite line of that was whenever uh, Jordan was like. Hey Jerry, you want to go yeah. shoot layups with us? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, you know, he's being all stupid too back, you know, trying to be an asshole back." Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go do it. And then Michael Jordan was like, "Yeah, we we'll have to lower the goals for you or something like that." And it was just hilarious because you I know was... that that little troll was just steaming <sighs> on his way out to the court. Uh, so I just, I just <coughs> wish, I wish we had that in the league today. Like, imagine when LeBron. When, when he was in his last season with Cleveland and he hated ownership back then, if he was just like publicly talking trash to him about like how short or how fat he was, that would oh. be such great content in the NBA right now. Oh, it happened. We just probably won't see it for we won't another see it. Yeah, because... 20 something years because that's how this works. Well, I, so did that, was that new footage, that clip? What do you him? mean? Oh, the... a lot of that is. Yeah, there's, okay. there's only a few of those clips and that's what i've what i've enjoyed about it the most because there's been umpteen million different documentaries yeah you know about michael jordan the jordan way which was actually based off of his uh biography mm-hmm. um there's been just a bunch so there was actually a lot of footage in there that i've never seen before which was probably the coolest part about it okay um like that little scene right there yeah i didn't the know scene of I him yelling in practice yeah <laughs> yeah him yelling at practice right um you know i'm sure that that pippin because i don't remember that at all i'm sure that that pippin clip was only played in the chicago market and maybe on sports center for another night before it was shut down mm-hmm. um yeah there's there, there's a lot of new stuff there that that's yeah. what was really really cool to me was that like i i i have to believe like the knicks players the knicks players have to do this to dolan or like, um, like some of the Rockets players probably have to do it to because of uh, all of um, Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey's crap. crap. Yeah, like there's got to be other players that do the same thing because there's a lot of bad GMs out there still. And oh, I think Harden probably makes fun of them. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Harden seems like that type that would make fun of his GM. Yeah. Um, I'd only imagine what Dolan gets said to him. Yeah, that's just. But... <laughs> just crazy stuff but yeah i i didn't realize that was a new clip i just thought that had been out there so that makes a little bit no more i don't sense. think i've ever seen it if, if it's been out there you know i just i feel like we would have seen it by now like yeah, that's a ridiculous had a memory clip. of it yeah. yeah but it's it was <clears throat> that was just it's so far brilliantly done yeah that whole I thing has it. been really 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 good um getting bill wellington out there like what the is going on with that like i thought that that was just awesome um what was that well what i don't remember that the big old white dude um wellington he was their center from like oh yeah 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 i remember to 94 i think um it was just the the dude could barely do anything but he could i'm if i'm remembering right he could shoot threes 
He couldn't mm. do anything else. Like I think he had like maybe a two inch vertical. Um, huh. I don't think he, he could barely dunk for as big as he was. Uh, That's hilarious. But I mean, they made it work somehow. They just made it work. But there was just seeing him. I don't know I'm ready to start seeing the rest of it, you know. And I'm yeah. hoping that Jerry Krause has some hidden footage out there to maybe give some method to the madness behind it all. But I still mm. don't think you can talk your way out of it. I just, yeah, I don't think you can. I, so I'm interested in that. I think they're going to probably do a Dennis Rodman episode pretty soon. Of course. Because hey, that guy was just cool fact. Crazy. Oklahoma fact here. Yeah. What school did he go to in Oklahoma without Googling it? I'm going to say uh, high school. You mean? Nope. College. College. Um, Mm, Oklahoma State. Nope. He went to Southeastern State in Durant, Oklahoma. Southeastern State. So that's not Swasu. Southeastern. No, that's in Weatherford. Southeastern's in Durant. Durant. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. So he played there for the last three years of his college career and then somehow got in the league. And, uh, who, who, what NBA uh, scouts were going to Durant, Oklahoma? I think that it wasn't back then. Like if you heard about a guy that could just do crazy stuff in a gym, it didn't matter where he was at because you didn't have the, you know, the access to information that we do have now. Mm -hmm. Um, Like some of these guys would fall through the cracks and then all of a sudden get picked up in the league. I mean, there's multiples in the seventies and eighties. It's in the nineties and the two thousands where you, you, see less of those no name college guys get through mm. like it, it doesn't happen as often right right yeah that's crazy. it's just the it's just the times but yeah he he went to southeastern state and durant nice didn't know that. i think uh there. american idol legend ruben stubbard stuttered ruben stuttered he uh he's from durant also he attended southeastern also so little wow. tidbits for you guys out there in wow. oklahoma if you didn't know now you know that might be the most famous city in oklahoma then i didn't realize so many popular people from there oh yeah total of fifteen thousand. Cool. crazy yep <laughs> uh yeah i was also going to mention the music i love the music i love the 90s stuff that they were pl- pl- blasting out i uh, can't speak <laughs> that they were blasting out when jordan was dunking all over everybody in those highlights that was so cool oh. Dude, I wanted to go pull out like a baggy shirt yeah. and some baggy ass jeans with some Air Maxes <laughs> right then and there. Um, it was awesome. And yeah, maybe a gold chain. Like I, and it's coming back right now. You That's know, the right thing. now it's in style. Yeah, I saw that, so, and I was like, and I was like, more NBA players need to do that. Like Jordan just rocking some gold chains during a game. That's so cool. Well, that was a lot of people think that was during a game. That was actually during the All Star game, during the dunk contest. Oh, okay. I saw that. Yeah. I was just like, we need to do that, man. That's sick. Yeah, on on Andrea said the same thing when we were watching. She's like, he's wearing all that during. I was like, no, that's the All Star game. Mm. Um, just during the dunk contest, it just made him look cool back then. It did. It really did. Yeah. You know what's amazing to me, and you know, I'm I golf a lot. You know that Jordan golfs 36 holes a day, almost 36 holes a day. I did know that. Did you also know that he? Um, what was it? I think the was it the flu game. It might have been the flu game. He like 
I think he was actually like the the rumor is that he wasn't didn't have the flu. He was just hungover, and he yeah. also like went out and played eighteen holes the day before and was just drinking the whole time, and then that's yep. why he was hungover the next day. And I was just when... like, of course, that's such a Jordan thing to do. Oh, there's so many rumors out there about so many different things with him, you know. Um... And I don't want to put any spoilers out there, but you know, with like his father getting murdered. Um, mm. But, you know, I've, he- I've heard that he's put a million dollars on a hole or a hundred thousand dollars a hole. Sorry, not a million, a hundred thousand dollars a hole it's on a golf a game. Yeah. Yeah. That's a crap ton of money. So, um, as good as he was, he had big balls too, to, to just do some of the stuff he did out there. What was the name of that? Um, you reminded me of something that. What was the name of the cocaine club? They said the Chicago Basketball Cocaine. Oh, group. something like that. It was yeah. such a funny. That would have been. I mean, that's in the '80s, so that was sort of before me. You know, mm-hmm. whenever he came in, because I was born in '86. But Jordan just like like had a full a full hearted laugh about that when they oh, showed yeah. him the interview. Was he so was. Funny. He was doing the nose candy like crazy. You know he was. Oh, no. He said he wasn't. He said he was completely oh, clean. Oh, that's a damn lie. No, All he seemed legit. He, no. I mean, he was a rookie back then. He, he was like, yeah, I no. didn't I didn't want to do that stuff. I was like, I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to smoke. I can't think of this dude's name, but he was a New York Nick. He, Michael something. Michael Thompson, I think, is his name. Um, and he coached a semi-league team in Lawton, right? And... Um, he used to come into the store all the time and he would tell us stories about whenever he used to play for the Knicks. And it was always rumored that he just had like a crazy cocaine problem. Will was everybody on the Knicks during that time from like 75 to like 82. Like it was just like the Betty Ford rehab clinic nice. um, in that joint. And he was a part of it. And he's told us stories about it, like where they just would go nuts. So I, I doubt Jordan didn't, did not, especially with all the other vices that, you know, I've seen him have as far as drinking. Yeah, he gambles all the time now. <laughs> Gambling, smoking the cigars, all that good stuff. So, yeah, that whole story um, was crazy, though. He just like walks in as a rookie and there's like, there's oh, yeah. cocaine, there's like women everywhere. They're just like drinking. And it's oh, just and like, he just, yeah, he walked out like Kevin around with his his backpack and his bible in there and just walked out he's like no sirs i don't want any of this god don't want me to do this yeah and walked out said my mama wouldn't be proud no (laughs) he went in there and blew some nose candy like the rest of us he he was convincing in his uh interview that he was clean up until a point so oh yeah oh yeah i think that's his job yeah fair yeah, that was really funny. I'm excited about that, though, I, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Really it's to Sunday, episode three and four coming out. Um, yeah, I do think one... I think they alluded to the Dennis Rodman episode, so that's going to be pretty interesting. And I do hope they do, like, a like a, a deep dive into Jerry Krause because they definitely painted him as, like, a really evil villain. He's up there with Carol Baskin right now as, like, one of the most hated people on Twitter, so... And we got to put a poll out there because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with... I'm gonna go with Jerry Krause. I think probably recency bias is Jerry Krause, but I still re- I like I personally still hate with a fiery passion more Carol Baskin than Jerry Krause. Like Carol Baskin right. really pissed me off in that show. And right no, now Jerry Krause is just too. like Jerry Krause to me is just and like didn't okay, kill anybody. Yeah, that's the big thing too. It's like and and people like 
the thing with Carol Baskin is like no, she's got away with it. She like nobody's she's not been convicted of anything. But with Jerry Krause, he kind of has been given the consequences of being like like he was a bad GM. We all know that. Well, now. and he's I think he's passed away since then. So. Yeah, he has. He has. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. that's another factor. Is he's yeah. He's yeah, bad. we'll let him go. Carol Baskin, you're a bitch. Yeah, she's awful. Please beep that out. <laughs> Put that on a quote card. We'll put that on a quote card tomorrow. <laughs> Gerald Amir. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, I won't do that. That's funny. All right. Yeah, that's uh, we, that's basically all the NBA news. I'm literally work, looking forward to Sunday night every week now because that's the only basketball I get in my life. Yep. Much. And, and uh, uh, stay safe, Oklahoma, even though our governor thinks that it's a good idea to open up everything. So stay safe. Yep, May first, all the the movie theaters are coming back. That's for some reason one of the top first things coming back. So I guess so. Thanks, Patrick Patterson. Yep, Patrick Patterson, he's already gone, so it doesn't matter. But all the people wanting to watch movies, you can go on May first, but probably don't. <laughs> Please don't. So yeah, well, we'll be back this weekend, or we'll probably post on Monday for a new Thunder Family feud. We have a new guest. Uh, returning guest and Ooh. it'll be a lot of fun um so you know wash your hands be sure to stay safe don't forget tell to your mama you love her tell your mom you love her call your yep. parent your family your friends all that jazz don't forget to hoop when you can at a safe distance yep. from others yep and as always thunder up Thunder up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.